0: Hi, this is Yvonne Brown, and this is a JADCast, produced by JAD Communications International, the organization that helps women to overcome limiting beliefs and achieve their highest potential at www.jadcommunications.com. Welcome. Hello, and welcome to today's JADCast. We have with us today Nancy Emerson. From the Nancy Emerson School of Surfing, one of the things that you said said to me was that you have a passion for teaching people about water who are afraid. And because I'm one of those people who's afraid about about water, uh, I wondered what was behind that. And and also the fact that uh, I wondered if it do you teach men? I know you teach people of all ages uh, how to surf. I wondered two things: do you teach men differently from the way you teach women and are you ever are you ever too old to learn how to surf okay well that was
1: about four or five questions in one so let me start (laughs) at the beginning i love to teach people about the ocean and that have fears of water it may not just be ocean it could be People have fears of being in a shower with water. People have fears of being in a pool, or being in the ocean, or being in bigger waves, or being in currents. And the thing is, when I was five years old, I one of my best friends was a lifeguard, and he was to cut to the chase. Someone was drowning, and it was you know, it was kind of winter. It was March, I think, March or February, and. I ran down the beach with the blanket, and he had his pontoon, and he brought this gentleman in, and uh, I gave him mouth-to-mouth, try to save him, and unfortunately, he died. And I said to myself, in my future and whatever I do, I always want to be able to teach people about the ocean and um, how to be safe in the water and how to prevent things from happening and to be able to enjoy the ocean, and I've always kept that, and I think one of the main reasons I started the surfing school back in 1973, teaching surfing, because I was already teaching swimming, is to do what I said I wanted to do and to share this, and the thing about, I call it kainalo at one, teaching people to work through fears of water. It enhances each person's life, whether it's a female or a male. It will enhance their life and give them a whole other dimension to add to their life. And usually, I would say 99% of the time, it's it's psychological. They've had someone say something, a parent that doesn't know how to swim, that's had fears, they'll put that into someone's head. Mm -hmm. Or they have a negative experience, and they just get turned off to it. And unless, you know, in approach, you ask, you know, approaching women or men, you know what, it doesn't matter if it's a female or male, because you could have ten females, and I may need to approach each one of those females totally differently. Mm. Because each of us are individuals, thank goodness. And, and and each person has different learning abilities.
0: True. As
1: so teacher, with my intuition yeah. and what I've been given as gifts in my life, I sit and talk to these people first, and I listen. And I think one of the most important things a teacher can be, no matter what you're teaching, is to learn to listen, because you learn a lot more in listening and looking That's true. than you do than
0: speaking. And you know, you mentioned something to me that you've taught people from from youngsters to eighty? Eighty? I've taught some people, yes, 80,
1: 84 and eighty five years old. They were um, they were my oldest students I ever had and they were very young, eighty four and eighty five. They were actually archaeologists. Um, I taught them in Maui, and they were from Australia, and they were on their way to Southern California. And his wife, she didn't get up in her first class. I think she finally stood up in her third and fourth class, third, fourth, and fifth class, because they did a clinic with me. And... I set them up where to go when they got to Southern California, and they bought boards because they were traveling around the world, and they came to learn how to surf for me so they could, as they did their exploration, they could take their surfboards and go surfing as a wonderful exercise, and, you know, it, it it's amazing what surfing can do for people, and there's all walks of life and all ages, in. My major age that I teach year you know year round is approximately you know twenty three to fifty five years old. Yes, I teach people up into their sixties, sometimes seventies, just depending, I find more people in Hawaii Americans where here in Australia um, I have many Americans that come here because it's such a beautiful environment here. It's just it's gorgeous, it's sand bottoms and the sand when you walk on it
0: is like so clean that it squeaks. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> Sand's so clean it squeaks. I'm gonna yep. have to come there soon so I can find out for myself. But I think it's very interesting that that uh people in their fifties are are, are in the major age group that you do because I think today a lot of people in their 50s are uh, unlike our parents generation just starting over trying new things and 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 now I know surfing's one of them another question I have for you is is about hanging 10 you know everybody's heard the term hanging 10 so I wonder you, have you ever hung 10 and and what is that? What does that mean? And what is what was it like the first time you did it? Um hang, yes I have hang 10 was something I always
1: loved to do in the 60s and it was something where you cross your feet and I teach people to do this on a curbside to learn how to keep their head up, look forward, keep their center of gravity low, use their arms to balance, and you cross your feet over each other as you're walking up to the front end of the board, which is called the nose, and it's hanging your ten toes over the nose, where you keep your body weight low, and you keep your weight A little bit on the back foot so you don't tip the nose over so it doesn't purl and go down but you cross your feet over and it's like you're literally on the tip of the board but this is in a hollow part of the wave when you do this the first time was i don't know i can't remember was it malibu or topanga but it was just an awesome feeling because it's kind of like you're in flight
0: in a certain sort of way. Wow, and That's, that sounds really exciting and actually I think it's a metaphor for life. It sounds to me like you really need to be very, very focused. You need to be looking towards your destination and you need to keep your balance about you and your wits about you while you take all of the experience and knowledge that you have and bring all these different kinds of knowledge together while you focus on your destination and and just go for it. But actually, your focus is
1: internally. In teaching someone how to surf, one of my very major five points is is keeping your head up and looking where you're going like driving a car. You don't want to be looking down. The key in surfing and the key in my schools that I've had all over the world, the main major thing in learning to swim, learning to surf, learning life is to be relaxed. That is the key to life is to relax and breathe. And when you're going to hang ten... You want to hang ten or you want to cut do a cut back you want to be looking and projecting where you're going and that's why I have people practice on the side of a curb so they're not going to look down so they have something that's solid and they're going to be crossing their feet over. You know this is something it's something that takes time. you don't just do it overnight and it just takes time, but it all has to do with balance and being relaxed.
0: I'll, I'll remember that. I'll, I'll keep my balance and stay relaxed while I surf through life, as, as uh, we're all want to do, especially as entrepreneurs. You know, we have to be able to adapt quickly. And I think when you're in the ocean, you have to be able to uh, adapt quickly because change can happen uh, all of a sudden. That's right, but the main thing
1: is people need to, in business and in life, they have to not move so quickly, but take time to think about first what's going on and breathe and then make that decision in the direction they're going because sometimes things in this materialistic world which is one third of the population people are moving so quickly they're not really enjoying what they're doing they're just hurrying from one place to another and with surfing getting you in the water it just totally slows you down and relaxes you to really think about, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, maybe I should look at this angle or that angle and, you know, maybe I can look at a different approach with my life or the direction I'm going in college or, you know, and just weigh things out and not always rush and make heavy decisions quickly.
0: Absolutely. Very, very well put. Do you have any additional comments that you'd like to share with our listeners, Nancy? I'd like to say
1: to them that there's always a way and a will to be able to do something you want, but if you keep hitting a fence or hitting a wall, it might not be the right thing for you, and sometimes you have to just take time out and There's so many different choices we have in life, and many people that may not have opportunities, say, like I had and was, you know, so lucky to be born and raised at the beach um, doesn't mean you can't ever get there, you can't ever live there. It's something you have to make a plan. And if you make a plan with your life and you write it down on paper, because they say you know, 3% of the population makes a plan.
0: 3%? And
1: those are the people... It's a very small percentage. People, you know, they may think things, but if you you really make a plan and, and have a dream, you know, you can fulfill your dream. And my natural mother, she may not have known how to show personal love or things like that for whatever reason, but she always taught me about the little red engine that could and she actually (laughs) yelled at me about it and you know that's that's been something to you know believe that you can do it and keep trying and and maybe you have to try different avenues but don't let people in your family or your friends put you down and it's important to believe in yourself if no one else does and just keep trying and one thing that is so helpful not everyone you know has the same beliefs but the power of prayer is and the power of positive thinking i think the most powerful things we have at our fingertips and i know for myself it's i'm dealing with this materialistic world that's out there and we're just tested. They're just tests, and it's just, you just don't want to get caught up in the matrix. Um, you want to remember to be true to oneself, be true to your family, be true to your friends, and have the best life you can make, but you might want to make it and keep it simple so you can enjoy it. Otherwise, it'll go so fast, you, you'll wonder, wow. Where would the time go?
0: Excellent, excellent comments. Thank you very, very much, Nancy.
1: Thank you very much for asking me to participate and, and share just a little bit of my life.
0: I'm sure the audience appreciates, and I know I do. Thank you very much and uh, I look forward to uh, continuing networking and and, uh, getting to know you better. You've been listening to a JADcast. We hope this podcast helps you on your journey to achievement of your destiny. Remember to visit us at www.jadcommunications.com.